Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, B, here we are, day late and a dollar short, ready to present the final recap of Emily's, Emily Maynard's season of The Bachelorette. Won by, of course, Jeff, spoiler alert. Tired of, tired of pretending like we need to be careful, we need to tiptoe around spoilers for a show that came out five years ago. Welcome to the Rosecast, the last Rosecast of 2017, probably. I'm your host, Tim Kennedy Jr., with me as always. Alex Bradford. A.B., what did you think of the finale? Did it bring back the emotions that you felt all those years ago? I'll tell you what it brought back, Rim. The feeling of pure sorrow for Ari, my man. Felt horrible for that guy. Felt terrible. But I remember, like I said, like I've said, when I watched it real time, I was shocked by it, but go- going back and watching it, 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 it's a foregone conclusion that Ari was leaving after Ar- after Jeff had his date. Jeff's date where he met Ricky and Emily's family's first impression of Jeff were the two things that really put him over the top. To me, this was how a Bachelor at season should be. You got two guys, you got you got proposal, you got marriage on the horizon, you got the family love in both. And you got just sheer devastation and shock mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that comes from the breakup. I love. I, I, other than getting rejected, getting on one knee and getting rejected, which I also appreciate when they do. This was about as good as you could have asked from a bachelorette season. Yeah, but you you gotta let the you gotta let the guy go through the process of getting a ring and then proposing to her. You yeah, got to get, get there. That's the whole part of the show. That's a big knock. So that's so I give the season a B plus. Anyway, let's get right into it. We don't we don't have much to. I don't. I imagine this won't be a long episode, but we do have some mailbag things we want to get to. Um, I got some juice, Rim. Here's oh, and you here's got what juice too. I was watching. Yeah, you know when you're watching something like a documentary or something, and then you go and Wikipedia it to see what's going on. And you do you get down a wormhole to try to figure out sure. all every, anything that happened on the subject. So that's basically what happened to me as I was watching this final. I wanted to see what's going on with Emily, what's going on with Jeff, what's going on with Ari. Uh, 
They got a lot of stuff for us. Don't spill the juice. Okay, good, good. And it's all confirmed juice. It's not salacious rumors that'll get us locked up. Uh, it's not all confirmed. That's but, but the stuff that isn't there. confirmed isn't really slander. All right, good stuff. All right, let's uh let's get going. Let's get right into the episode. Ab. Oh, what's that? <laughs> what do you got here? <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, the haters and losers, of which there are many, have been getting honest about using the same "Say by the Bell" transition theme, and I, I've, it finally bothered me to the point where I found some more. So there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Let's see if that pleases the the peanut gallery over there. Uh, we begin this episode with Emily's family. We got Mother Susie, Dad David. Brother Ernie, aka Big Earn. I call him. I call him Aw Shucks Ernie. Aw Shucks. I, I, you ever seen Kingpin? I'm a big Kingpin guy. That's why I call him Big Earn. Um, yeah, I got more on Ernie later. <laughs> Dad David looks like looks like he's a high ranking member at Augusta National. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> like Hootie Johnson. Let's go straight to Jeff talking with Big Earn, the brother. Ernie Ab is an alpha male. Okay, he's got the <laughs> he's got the face of a World War II hero, like everything, all American Southern boy. And Jeff, by comparison, is a soft West Coast, left coast beta male yeah. with his skinny jeans and his flowing hair. What did you think about this little interaction? And did it go the way you expected it to? I didn't think Jeff was going to be able to win Ernie over like he did. Ernie, <laughs> Ernie it turned out to be not quite as big brother, you know, protective badass as he came off a little soft with these conversations ernie seems like the type of guy who's like you know how to deconstruct and put a gun back together like that kind of guy (laughs) which jeff as we know would be able to but that's the kind of like can you do this you can't marry my sister if you can't do this you know what jeff does that really saves his ass he flips every conversation around even when it's a situation where he should be on the hot hot seat he's asking the questions of ernie somehow i don't know if you noticed that he was the one asking questions like he's never actually on the hot seat and he does the same thing to emily he'll he'll be asking her questions during their one-on-ones instead of her asking him the tough questions yeah he that's flips true that shit on you that's true he's been doing that in every interaction all season yeah. even if the questions aren't good we've roasted some of the questions but what we should have been talking about is just the technique technique of that type of conversation a- when you topsy-turvy it you win the convo He's a he's a mastermind of conversation. Yes. Uh but Ernie talking about to Jeff and about Jeff, like Emily's already picked him. Like she she said, I never thought she'd find love in this situation, but I believe she has. So You've only met the again, one guy, Ernie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole family just kind of acted like Jeff was the only guy they were gonna meet. They were like, Oh, this is it, we're gonna meet potential fiance here. We all love him. Okay, you can go with Jeff. <laughs> Ari had a tough act to follow. Yeah. Yep. What'd you think about Jeff showing up with a white t shirt to meet the family? Not something I would have done, but they were in Curacao. I mean, wasn't the dad wearing like shorts and like a Tommy Bahama shirt? He was wearing shir- shorts, but I would have but preferred you're a collar. The, you're trying to impress. Yeah, you're trying to impress. He's yeah. impressing them. They can wear whatever they want. Yeah, that's a good point. I, yeah, that's just Jeff's style, man. That's what. That's another reason. You know, maybe I thought Ern was gonna tear him to shreds. Like yeah. Ern, I think had the top button buttoned on a polo. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> no, his pants were. His shirt was tucked in. They were in Curacao. Oh, yeah. He was wearing jeans. It was probably 150 degrees out. 
<laughs> yep, no doubt about it. That's that's just makes that even more surprising. Uh, Jeff and Emily's dad. Now, Jeff, Hart, we skipped this part, but Jeff already mentioned to Emily's mom that he's ready right there to propose. Mm-hmm. Emily's mom kind of laughed that off, but Je- I thought that was all he was going to do with the permission thing. But no, he straight up asked Emily's dad for permission. AB, were you surprised that Emily's dad, Dave, is playing so fast and loose with these permissions already? He says, well, hey, you got it. If you want it, you got it. I mean, by your second go around on this show, I feel like you just don't give a shit. Like, if my daughter <laughs> yeah. was on two bachelors or bachelorettes, uh, by the second one, I'd just be like, all right, let's just get, uh, fucking let's get all these cameras out of my house, first of all, first and foremost. And yep. you can do whatever you want. <laughs> It's not going to work anyways, right. so what, what do I care? <laughs> Lessons in parenting, maybe. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a fair point. It was it was at this moment that I realized Emily's family was probably going to be the difference between her picking Ari, her picking Jeff over Ari, excuse me, yeah. because they were all, I mean, they were all just head over heels for this guy. Um, live studio audience. Here's where the show kind of went off the rails for me. Maybe it's because, hey. you know, the producer, what do you got? You got some no, of this? I'm, gra- I'm glad you brought that up. Did you notice, like, randomly... As the yes. show was going on, there'd be la- <laughs> yes. it was like there's a laugh track in the background. The first time I didn't, I thought I'd heard it, but I didn't. It didn't catch it. Then the second time, it's a full blown laugh in the background. I don't, Very I don't distracting. Know what was going on? Took me out of the moment. It was only during certain segments. Yeah, like it, it was, was only they didn't only after the, they came back from a break with the live studio on. It said it last the rest of the the segment. crowd was, was not always involved, but occasionally they just have a laugh track in the background <laughs> from the crowd. It was very weird. Not a fan of that. It was interesting, though, to see how fans felt at the time because it seemed very evenly split, maybe 60 yeah. 40, Jeff to Ari. Um, but it could have just been like, it also just seemed like a golf event where everybody was spectators just cheering for everybody. Like yeah. They're, hey, let's hear it for Jeff. Like, really loud clap. Let's hear it for Ari. Same people clap. Like, I don't think they yeah. care <laughs> who won, really. Yep. Ari, time to meet Emily's family. And boy, he's got an impossible act to follow. Impossible. Emily's dad is already set on Jeff, and Ari could not possibly beat that out. Emily's dad says this, which was probably the, my favorite quote of the night. <laughs> I'm not sure why we're going through the actions of seeing another guy today. It's almost <laughs> like he was caught off guard. Like he was like, wait, why are we seeing somebody else? Is there why didn't you send the other on? guy home? <laughs> um, Ari was nervous, AB. Ari was nervous. What you got anything on kind of how he handled meeting the family? Because I thought he acted like a bum. He he fucking blew it. As smooth as Jeff was, Ari was the opposite of him. Just nervous and and annoying. He was yammering on about nonsense. <laughs> one of the one of the favorite lines I had was, "Here, the best time to fish is when it's cloudy. That's when they bite." That was not the best. <laughs> icebreaker no you know you know what jeff would have done in that situation he would have been like hey like tell me more about fishing yeah. How, what's you know what i mean like get the people Flip involved a, and he's yeah. like some, i read somewhere that it, when it's cloudy it's good and then they're like yeah dipshit uh what'd you make of this is what i meant to ask you what'd you make of are you bringing a box of the, all the dead roses i i didn't understand why the fuck would the family want those roses i don't get it ari <laughs> I, the mom was like overjoyed by it. I didn't understand <laughs> so why she confused. wanted these. I'm so confused. 
<laughs> I think maybe she was just impressed that he kept them all. The, like, good for you for not tossing them out. I would toss them out. Frankly. The only person that would be sentimental for would be Ari. That's something you might want to maybe save and keep on like your mantle if you guys yeah, do get sure. married. Like, I bet Sean Lowe and his wife have all the roses. Yeah, on their sure. But like what's that. the family going to do with them? Like, imagine I'm, I'm put myself in Big Earn's situation. I'd be like, "What the fuck are we supposed <laughs> to do with the dumb box of roses?" <laughs> that's something he's giving us the box. That's something he pulls out and gives to Emily if they get engaged. You know, this is you know what? All right, here's the move. Here's the move. You get a little box of roses, a smaller one than he had, put all the roses in there, and then nestle the ring in when you propose. Oh, and you yeah. Okay, oh, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. All right. I just, overall, I just didn't understand why these Southerners were not wowed by the professional race car driver. Is this, are we missing something here? They should be like, they should know who this man, like maybe because it's IndyCar and not NASCAR. Like I can just imagine Emily's mom be like, y'all know Dale Earnhardt, the intimidator? No? Okay. Well then. I feel like this family has, they already, it was, she was engaged to Ricky Hendricks, so they don't give a fuck about Ari. Oh yeah. Really isn't. That hot, like Ari's dad is hot shit, but Ari's yeah. not hot shit in the racing world, really. That's true. Also, man, I feel like a dumbass for even making that joke now. Ari and Emily's mom. Ari scored some points here. He started to claw his way back into the competition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mentions that he's dated a single mother before, which Susie appreciates. Susie blown away, AB. Thought this would be an easy day for her, but it was not. You got anything on Ari and Emily's mom? You can say no. No. All right. Ari and Big Earn. Another alpha beta matchup. Ari, Ari is like Kevin Durant in that he probably can't bench 185 pounds one time. Big Ernie is is throwing the gym around, the whole gym around, <laughs> clanging and banging. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. The Southern Rock. Um, what do you got? What do you got, hey, what listen, do you got on there? Here's the thing. Also, it's not gym weight. It's from fucking hard work in the fields. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get any of this from actually pumping iron. This is just fucking earned from hard work. <laughs> Real uh, life experiences. I mean, Ernie's probably an insurance salesman. Like, Ernie's probably not that what we're making him out to be at all, but it's funny. Uh, what do you got on this? What do you got on this interaction? Ernie's a little more skeptical. Yeah. He says he seems very smooth and practiced and then asks him if he's in it to win just to win the competition. Good question, Ern. He didn't ask that of Jeff. No. Put it that way. Nope. Well, he's the hotshot racer. Jeff is a, you know. Yeah. Entrepreneur. Yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> he's got a fake ass water company. Yeah. The tax shelter for his dad. Um, <laughs> Big Earn. Big Earn is a little confused after talking with Ari. Yeah. He thought Jeff was the one. Then he met Ari and he's like, okay, two good guys. Don't know what we're going to do here. Moving on to Emily's dad. Uh, what do you think he did? He gave the blessing outlet. Instantly <laughs> like, gave the blessing. <laughs> Immediately. I don't now even think Ari get... had to ask him. <laughs> he goes, now before we sit down, I want to go ahead and give you my blessing. <laughs> uh, anyway, basically, Ari met the family. It went. It started poorly, ended up really well. And this was just two great guys meeting a great family. Yeah. That's all this was. Man, First 45 minutes of the show. I love the families. What do you got on Emily's talk? With the family. She's 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 fifty fifty on these guys and she needs one of them she needs this her family to tip the scales one way or the other. Emily seems very like unreasonably upset that they aren't gonna give her the answer that she she needs. <laughs> like 
she's heated that they aren't telling her pick Ari or Jet. Like at the end of the day, you have to make the decision, and they can. Yeah. Usually, they don't really give you their opinion during this because you got two. Usually, you have two decent guys at the end. Bigger and the wise one said, "If she can't decide between them at this point, I'm certainly in no position to do it for her." Yeah, he ain't lying, Emily. Shout out to Big Earn. All right, let's move forward to how. Oh, hey, how about this? You guys, you fucking hating ass. That's more of an end of episode deal, but the final date with Jeff. Jeff, the big the big thing here is Jeff, and this was great strategy by Jeff, if I do say so. Jeff really wants to meet Ricky. They don't talk about like what was your favorite date, and it's, no. I love hanging out with you. Jeff's like, well, let's go, show me the goods. Let me meet let's Ricky. Let me meet my future daughter. Let's get down to the real business here. He basically demands to see Ricky. Yeah, it was a little threatening. And it was, it, it, listen, it's a power move because, in my opinion, whoever meets Ricky, she's not going to let two people meet Ricky, I don't think. No. So whoever got to meet her first, he knew was going to win. Ricky is the finish line. Yeah. Okay? It's not in the bag until Ricky comes running around the corner with her arms open. Mm-hmm. Emily, even even though she did let Jeff meet Ricky, when, when she let when she agreed to let Jeff meet Ricky, to me it was over. I agree at that point. But she said something that caught me by surprise. She said, "If this meeting, well, not caught me by surprise, but I didn't fucking buy it." She said, "If this meeting doesn't go well, it would absolutely be the end of my relationship with Jeff." Mm-hmm. I don't buy that. At any, let's say the meeting doesn't go well. Would you then accept a proposal two days later from another guy only to have him come around and meet Ricky? And and then it's like final, like, ups. you didn't like the last guy. So this is your new daddy now? I don't think so. I think well, Jeff is winning regardless. Here's the other thing. You got these guys here. How is the meeting going to go bad? The only way that the meeting would go actually bad would be if the kid's being a shithead, which isn't the guy's yeah. fault, you know? So <laughs> really, there's it's not going to go bad. Yeah. The meeting of how old is Ricky? Five, six. Meeting a six-year-old if you're a stranger is kind of like meeting a dog. Yeah. Like you're the adult's gonna be fine. Either the dog's gonna act up or not. Like yeah, that's, that's pretty exactly. much what it comes down to. Exactly. <laughs> like Jeff no didn't, Jeff didn't do anything. Six-year-olds out there. Jeff didn't do anything crazy, kid-friendly. He did a good job with her, but uh, she was just a well-behaved kid, though. Basic stuff. Give me a high five. Yeah. Ricky won it over for Jeff. That didn't come out right. But like when Ricky was like, hey, let's hang out in the pool. Yeah. When Ricky was going out of her way to be nice to Jeff, that's all he had to do. I mean, it, he, it was easy breezy for him from there. That being said, very cute moments here in the pool with yeah. Jeff and Ricky. They had crazy chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> I also noticed, I'm pretty sure uh, Ricky just plays around in the these swimming pool, swimming pools all day all over the world. And her tutor just reads, sips by the pool and reads a magazine. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, her tutor's not doing shit. And then was probably caught off guard when Emily shows up. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. We're just doing some spelling exercises. Ricky. Ricky. How do you spell pool? (laughs) Emily says, there's no question in my mind that Jeff would be the best dad and the best husband. Okay. Shut this shit down. If I'm understanding the definition of the word best correctly, then no (laughs) one could be better, so Ari's not going to win. Basically, the only thing keeping Ari here at this point is his kissing ability. That's the only reason why this (laughs) show is still happening. 
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You got anything on their nighttime date? No. I mean, Me I, neither. I blacked it out because I knew he I knew yeah. shit was curtains. <laughs> Yeah, it was curtains. Just a couple of lovebirds hanging out, enjoying yeah. one another's company. That's all it was. After the date, Emily meets with Chris, A.B. In, bet- in between dates with Ari and Jeff, you know this can't be good. <laughs> she cannot be good. She says, I know Jeff is the one, and our man Chris Harrison. I don't like calling him Chris without the Harrison. It's yeah. confusing to me. Chris Harrison is elated. That's why Chris does this, A.B., so people can find love. Do you think he was elated, or was he just putting on for the camera? Because I gotta imagine deep down inside he's pissed that it's not going to be as much of a cliffhanger at the end. That's what this show's about, and Chris Harrison is the Bachelor franchise. I choose to believe that Chris Harrison has a heart of gold. Okay. And while I know in my brain that can't possibly be true, but in my heart, in my soul, that's what I that's what I want him to be. It's probably better to live that way. I when I watch a show, I want to suspend disbelief, AB. I don't want to bring real world into this sure. fake world. All right, let's talk about the Ari date. Oh god. Or lack thereof. First thing I want to mention, this kindly old lady with the herb garden. It's a, that shit's a scam. All right. Love potions. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make love potions. There's no such thing as love potions. This lady is scamming villagers in Curacao out of their hard-earned money, and she should be Locked up for it. There's got to be some antitrust <laughs> lawsuits, some consumer advocacy groups in Curacao that we can get on her ass. <laughs> Smoke this lady out of Curacao. All right, you got anything on this date? <laughs> A brilliant move by the producers making Ari, because you know Emily and Ari were going to make this love potion together, right? But instead, mm-hmm. they had Ari go ahead, make the love potion. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah. brilliant move by the producers, folks. <laughs> this, is, this is why they give them the big money. He had to know something was up when he showed up, and yeah, he's he not made there. A, he had a date with the old, an old lady. <laughs> you, every single date before that, you show up and she's there, and then this yep. date, the final date, you show up and she's not there. Uh oh. Yeah, nothing good can <laughs> happen if she's I late. I would have fucking knocked the table with all the love potions over and left before <laughs> she got Emily? there. <laughs> all right. Emily pulls up, though, in the big rosé Tahoe, not smiling <laughs> at all. Seemed like a funeral procession, Rim. Yeah, it was bad. This is tough. Yeah, they had like six po- cars pull up, like a whole... <laughs> all black. All black. Escalades. Funeral procession or like the FBI is coming yeah. to get Ari. Uh, 
I had some issues with the way Emily handled this, A.B. Ari has his, his homemade love potion that he made at camp, okay? <laughs> so, day camp, summer camp. And he he's telling it all about it to Emily. And Emily's like, oh, that's so great. You did such a good job. And then yeah. she's letting him rub the potion on his... She, if she's going to do this, you got to do it. You got to say, stop. Don't touch... Don't rub me down with love potion. Rip the goddamn Band-Aid off him, Emily. Yeah. He goes, check, check it out. I made this love potion for you. <laughs> Poor guy. That being said, Rim, Ari needs to read the room. Emily wasn't... <laughs> Emily walked out of the bus crying. Yeah. <laughs> On top of the fact that she was late. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was it was pretty clear what was about to happen. When they sit down, Emily goes, can we talk for a second? Again, read the room. This is your third red flag that something bad is about to happen. Pick up on some clues here. <laughs> they sit down and Emily starts bawling her eyes out. And he's acting like, oh, my gosh, is your mom sick? Like, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, bud, you're fucking going home. It's clear. <laughs> it's clear. Emily doesn't say much, though. Uh, and Ari really isn't trying to hear it. I thought, other than the Ari misreading the room, I thought this was a really sad breakup, baby. Yeah. It was and an interesting, speaking of the producers, they didn't play a lot of music. They just kind of let the emotions mm -hmm. hang there. Mm -hmm. The silence hang. Ari was completely stunned and immediately pissed. But I yeah. thought he handled it like a like a gentleman. He just wanted to get sure. the hell out of there, and she kept trying to like get him to stay for some reason. I like the way Ari handled it because it seemed like a, a way a real person might handle it. Mm -hmm. Not like, it's not, you know, we, we lauded Sean Lowe for handling his breakup well, but he also, it was clear he did it with an eye on being the next Bachelor. Yeah. Ari was just... Like you said, he was just pissed, and he just wanted to, like, what are we doing here, right? You broke yeah, up with me, can I let over. me go? It's over. Can I leave now, please? <laughs> All right, Emily and Jeff, time for this proposal. Let's fly through this fairy tale love story, AB. Mm -hmm. And it, it, was, it was just that. No matter what happened after, this was a fairy tale love story that played out on television. Emily tells Jeff that she didn't even go on a date with Ari. Ari's off the island, and that Jeff is the only guy who got to meet Ricky. Here's my question for you, Rim. You think if they if Ari got that first date, do you think he would have met Ricky and won? Do you think just whoever had that first date was going to win? Because they were going to meet Ricky, it was going to go well, and then they were going to win. Yes. But that didn't happen because Jeff played the game. Jeff Put the pressure to meet Ricky, which Ari would not have done. Ari was a little too deferential in that. But if True. I think if they were if you flip the scripts, I think yes. Jeff gave a great speech, in my opinion. It was long, and he memorized it all. Mm -hmm. Now get, you're going to fill us in on some juice here in a couple minutes, but this was a nice line that turned out to be false. It says, "I want you to know that what I'm about to ask you aren't just empty words." That in a few weeks or a few years or even a few decades won't be lost. Yeah. What I'm about to ask you is a forever thing. Fairy tale stuff, A.B. I couldn't even watch this really, Rim. I was too oh. mad. Why? Uh, that this couple didn't make it. Uh, they seemed so perfect during this episode. And then I started reading the the Wikipedia and the online oh, stuff, and I just couldn't even. Yeah, I couldn't even. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to my TV like, yeah, okay. Okay, Jeff. 
she's got to say yes regardless because of that yeah. ring, as we know. Mm-hmm. The stuff that happened afterwards aside, what did you think of this season compared to others? I thought it was a good season. Emily did a good job as the Bachelorette, and she had a lot of good options. Like, Jeff, Sean, and Ari are great contestants for this show. And then she had a couple villains. You had Kalen in there that everyone hated. You had Ryan, who we loved, but everyone else hated. It was a good season. I thought so, too. What more could you ask for? It was a tale. I'll tell you what else it was. It was a tasteful season. Yes. It wasn't as raunchy as the current seasons. Like Nick Vial's season, that was slimy. Felt slimy watching it. This one felt good. Um, I watched uh, Going in Style last night. You know what movie I'm talking? No. Rim and AB are big fans of of really old guy, really movies that have super old guys doing young guy stuff like Last Vegas. Oh yeah, Vegas. yeah, 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 yeah. Going yep. in style is um, Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, and Alan Arkin rob a bank. Okay. <laughs> okay. <And> okay. <laughs> yep. I'm into it's, that. It's not bad. I know it's what you're talking bad. about. But uh, it was funny. It came out, I think, this year, and they there was one scene where the three of them were these old fucks. You know, they're all like. <laughs> <laughs> you know their their pensions are gone and like their companies go out of business they don't have any money and they're watching the bachelorette and they're watching there's a scene where the three of them are in like recliners watching whatever see i think it was caitlin bristow's season mm. and they were talking about nick vile and one of them called nick a man whore oh <laughs> that was funny so even morgan freeman doesn't like nick vile but other yeah you're right this was a there's not much to hate about this season all the no. shitty guys have been gone for a while. It ended great. I liked it. I'm glad we did it. All right, AB, do you want to move on to the juice? <laughs> I, would, I would love to. Do you want... Let's hear it. Do, I, got, I got just a couple things about... Uh, Emily wrote a tell-all for one, Ooh. like a year ago. And it has some interesting Bachelor, Bachelorette stuff. This isn't really the juicy stuff. This is just, I thought, it, I, I caught some, I just jotted down interesting stuff I saw during my research. Number one, group dates, Rim. Those things last forever. Emily says they would start at nine and go well past midnight. You understand that? That's a fucking 15-hour date. <laughs> <laughs> 15 hours so when these guys are acting like they don't want to go on the group dates it makes a little more sense to me now yep, yep. emily met her current husband prior to going being the bachelorette Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the timing something. wasn't right he met she met her met him at her church and But she was already going to be the Bachelorette, so they didn't go on any dates or anything, but they made it clear if stuff didn't work out, they're going to try. So she, Emily always had, you know, an ace up a her sleeve. Yeah. Got, <laughs> she had a fallback this entire season. So, of course, she wants that ring. Yeah. Yep. Emily knew that this was a mistake accepting the proposal almost immediately, Rim. She wow. said when she saw her daughter Ricky running out she realized she had made a big mistake did she elaborate on that at all um she said she was freaking out about how her relationship with jeff was going to work how he would fit into ricky's life if he was in fact ready to be a step parent Hmm. one thing i noticed now that you mentioned this i forgot to write it down while they were hugging and kissing after the proposal she goes 
she whispered like she didn't want the, mm-hmm. anything to hear. She goes, "We'll make this work." Yeah, right. Like, make it, of, yeah, of, well, of course you're gonna make it work. You guys are engaged. What do you mean? That doesn't <laughs> need to be said. About? <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure this shit that's out. A gr- that's yeah. a great ca- right now, everything's perfect. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. What are your issues at the moment? <laughs> All right. Anything else? Like, yeah, of course. I got lots more. Um, All right. <laughs> just a couple. Just a couple tidbits. Did you know? Did you know this, Rim? Emily, after her season. Dated Jeremy Shockey, NFL star. Bad boy. Bad boy in the NFL. Whoa. And get this rim. NASCAR driver Dale Earnhardt Jr. What? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Wow. <laughs> Famous. High profile exes right there. High profile <laughs> exes. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Whoa. Dude, if there's situations, she's just ticking down the. I bet um, Jeremy Shockey was on the Panthers or something like that. She's yeah, just ticking down the, the list. He was on the Carolina Panthers. She's just ticking down the list of Carolina, North Carolina's finest. Yep. She probably would have dated Roy Williams or Stephen Curry if he were single. <laughs> Did you say Roy Williams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seventy-two years old. <laughs> Another interesting tidbit. Ari Lewandyke, our next bachelor, won a bronze in the X Games. Did you know that? For what sport? (laughs) Something called gunk trucks racing. A gunk truck, G-U-N-K truck at the X Games. Sounds like I could do. he He won a bronze medal. I'll have to check that out. I got a take on the X Games. Pump the brakes with the X Games. They're every year. They're every. They're like every six months because there's they, winter and summer. They happen so Do, often. Uh, 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 there's there's been more X Games medals given out in the history of the world than there have been Olympic medals. I would venture to guess. <laughs> enough with the X Games. I hear. And you. also, be more extreme. They're not extreme <laughs> enough. <laughs> my opinion on the X okay, Games. Good, good, good take. The last thing, Jeff and Ari. Became good friends after the show. A lot of st- a lot of dirt out there. S- terrible dirt about Jeff and I. Unproven dirt. Unproven. Unproven. I won't <sighs> dig into that. But one thing is proven, Rim. Jeff and Ari had a falling out. After Ari became The Bachelor, Jeff tweeted, he stopped being friends with Ari years ago because he's disgusting. Got a major issue with that. Um, the the rumors <laughs> that you're discussing cropped up on the Bachelor Reddit after Ari was announced as the Bachelor. Literally, a person on the internet. No, this is coming said, straight from Jeff. This no, is I'm a not tweet done. from I'll Jeff. I'll tie it back. I'll tie it back. Okay. The per the, the rumors that you referenced earlier started with a person on the internet writing a post on an anonymous message board, essentially saying mm-hmm. so they knew somebody who knew somebody who heard these stories about these two guys. I know what and then it was. It, stayed up forever. it was. It was their cousin's friend is the, is the association Perfect. on their this Reddit friend. post. It was allowed to fester for weeks, maybe even months at a time. Now, a lot of people who listen to us probably believe that stuff or have heard other stuff about Ari and yeah. for whatever reason are going to sit out that season. Do your own thing. But I'm saying 
the evidence against Ari and Jeff as like criminals is so thin that it's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. And and reality Steve, whom we do not fuck with in the least, not anymore. fanned the fanned yeah. these flames. And he's a guy who is happy to do that. People say reality Steve always gets the the next bachelor right, or the final. He doesn't. He gets it wrong, and he only knows when somebody direct in the show tells him. He's not some fucking investigative reporter. And last but not least. Jeff tweeting that, like you said, he said, oh, he became disgusting. Well, Jeff, if you got something to say, then come out and say it, buddy, because if you, if you got if you got allegations to levy against this man, or if you just want to play a little bit in the mud and get people on your side, pick a side here, buddy. And if you're going to say this man's disgusting, I need you to elaborate on that or step aside and let us enjoy this next season. Hell That's yeah. my take on this. Well said. Now we're on a little lighter note, Rim. Sorry about that. A little, <laughs> a little lighter note. Did you hear this? Speaking of Jeff, he has a couple bachelor roommates. There's basically a bachelor like yeah. <laughs> him, Robbie from uh, Joe. Oh, whose season was he on? JoJo's, JoJo's. and then The Bachelor sure. in Paradise, and then Chase, also from JoJo's season, all share a bachelor pet. <laughs> They're roommates. Now I'm on a high from liking Jeff after this season, but if he's bunking with those two guys, <laughs> yeah, he is. They're staying that at his is house. Not. Uh, that's not a good crew. Yep. That's a whack. That's a whack. <laughs> very whack crew. I found it very funny that Jeff, Robbie, and Chase are roommates. Not the best crew. Not the best guys. From what I've read, Jeff was a good guy before going on this show, by all accounts. Went on this show, got caught up in the the salaciousness of some of the stuff going on in Bachelor Nation. Sure. And is a scumbag now. Yeah. Anyway, other than that, good season. All right, AB, any other juice? That's great juice. No, that's all I got. Uh, hey, let's move on quickly to the mailbag. Well, well we'll probably we're, we're kind of running out of time here. So let's one. I want to shout out a couple people: Josie in Brooklyn via North Carolina. Basically, just binged our recaps this week. It sounds like, and she wow. gave me her thoughts on like the whole season. So I'm not going to run down her thoughts from the whole season. But Josie, thank you for listening. Matt from North Jersey, AB. I don't know if you saw this one. Very kind notes, which we appreciate. We don't often hear from dudes, so shout out to Matt. Um, Matt did mention that we talk about using the Undertaker gong when people get eliminated, mm -hmm. but we don't actually. But then we don't actually use it. Matt, just want to tell you on our other podcast, listeners of the Rimcast will know that we used to do that for actual people who died, mm -hmm. and then it got real insensitive. This is very insensitive. <laughs> it crossed the line often. Yeah, so maybe we'll put this back in post, but that's that's why we talk about the gong without putting in the gong. Mm -hmm. Anything else, AB, you want to mention? I don't think so. We're coming up to the next new season here. Speaking of that, I, I tweeted this out the other day from the, the Twitter, Rosecast ES. We want to know, especially in light of Rim's rant just now, if, you are, if you're excited for Ari, let us know why. If you're not going to watch or if you're going to watch and you're not excited for Ari, whatever your situation, we also want to know why. Um, and also maybe some questions and comments about his new cast. Tell us either way. The text number is 773-234-7794. I'd be very interested to hear why people don't like Ari for reasons other than the rumors we've mentioned. Let us know. We want to know either way. We're open-minded guys. Honestly, I can't think of a bachelor that I've been more excited for. A, a bachelor. I guess who have we done this show for? Just Nick? Has it been? Has there been anyone no, no, before we did, him? 
We did Ben on the regular. Oh, podcast. Ben! Yeah, Ben was great. <laughs> I love. But ben. were you? But but were you excited for no, Ben? Pre- no, I wasn't because okay. I didn't know anything about him before we watched it. So yeah, this is the before after, since Sean Lowe. This is the most excited I've been. I'm I'm very happy they chose Ari over Peter, or whatever that situation was. Yeah. You know. Well, well, maybe we'll go more into this on, uh, uh, if we do a season preview episode sometime after Christmas. But Peter, we like Peter a lot. There is no doubt in my mind that he would have been more boring than Arya. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know the fans love Peter and think he's the hottest guy alive and think he's infallible, but he would have been less entertaining, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Facts are facts. Anyway, also on Instagram, Rosecast Podcast, and Facebook, Rosecast Podcast. Thank you for listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, all that stuff, Overcast. And AB, is there a special going on this month? been a while since we had a little Chris, holiday special. It's the holiday special, Rim. You... Oh, let's hear, tell us the details. Uh, <laughs> you gotta tell a friend to subscribe, subscribe yourself, and then they need to also tell another friend. So this is a three, it's a three chain, Rim, this holiday yeah, season. Prefer, and bonus, you get bonus points, bonus Rim and AB bucks if you share <laughs> with your mothers. <laughs> if you share with your mothers, that's bonus Oh, point. forgot about the mother thing. Yep. Yeah, they spread like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for t- going on this uh, journey with us. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next year. Because <laughs> it's the end of the year. You Probably know. not. We'll do a recap. We'll <laughs> 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 see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.